This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Because that's what life is all about, is the duality of the light and the dark. It's loving our dark parts. It's loving the parts that make us feel shameful about ourselves. That's the human experience. The human experience is not just love and light. It's darkness. It's shame. It's failure. It's embarrassment. Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, Tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. Hello, ladies. Welcome to a new podcast episode. I'm really excited to see my beautiful familia right here on YouTube. And thank you to everybody who's also tuning in to the podcast audio version. So today's video and podcast episode is all about self-love. Figuring out and talking about where does a lack of self-love come from? How does it show up in our day-to-day experience and what actionable steps can we start to begin to take to heal ourselves and really truly come into a place of unconditional love? Before we get started, uh, there's a few things that I want to call out. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody who is rating the podcast five stars and leaving an actual review on Apple podcast. Like I've always said, this is a really great way to show some love and support. If you are enjoying the podcast, it's really helping the show get discovered and continue to grow to my family on YouTube. I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in and going through this journey with me as this channel is also evolving. I just want to say thank you all so much for continuing to watch and of course, leaving comments. It's one of the most exciting parts about creating content is hearing your feedback, your personal viewpoints, your opinions. Like I always say, it's very important that we all respect each other's personal beliefs and opinions and that we have conversations in a very healthy and loving way. Now, many of us have struggled with self-love. I know I have since I was a little girl. So this is a very kind of important topic for me to discuss. And when I started my rebranding and just kind of focusing my energy on shifting away from what I used to do for many years, one of the biggest things that always showed up for me was self-love, you know, and in order to be able to talk about my experience in a way that is able to help someone, I had to go through the self-love journey as well. So I can't teach anybody or really share from a place of empowerment without me actually doing the work to get to a place where I truly love myself. This video is dedicated and this podcast episode is dedicated to any young girl out there who is 
lacking self-love, unconditional self-love. You know, someone who puts others before them, someone who doesn't have boundaries, someone who allows negative people to down talk her, to belittle her, to cross her boundaries all the time, someone who allows a stranger in public to overpower her. This video is dedicated to anyone who doesn't feel like they are in their power and they don't love who they are. I got you. This is a big sister talk that we're going to have today, all right? Because I do not want you in that situation for longer than you need to be. So big sis talk number one. I have the whole outline right here in front of me. This video is also for anyone who ever feels like they're not pretty enough, they're not good enough, whatever they do is just not good enough. And in order to be loved by people and accepted, they feel like they need to accomplish things, look a certain way, speak a certain way, have a certain kind of education. It's always something external that is validating our worth, right? That was my biggest mistake. And something that we haven't been taught is how to love. I want to ask you guys this question because I want to hear your feedback. This is something I don't I don't truly understand just yet because I feel like we need to be taught how to properly love. But also, when we come into this world, all we know is love. All we know is love because that's who what we are at our true essence is what I believe. So how can we be taught something that I feel like it's so innate within us? Um, I want to hear what you guys think about that and your feedback and your viewpoint and what you would, um, what your conclusion is basically to, to that, you know, because I know that we have to be taught how to love in society. We are taught that love is conditional, that we do have to have certain things and meet certain qualities and standards and looks and have certain things in order to be worthy of love from other people. Now, I was actually watching something very profound. Um, I highly recommend that you guys check it out. It's an episode on the Gaia Network, and it's called The Toltec Art of Life and Death with Don Miguel Ruiz. And he said something that spoke to me very profoundly that really changed the way that I saw self-love. And he said, quote, the way I learned how to love is by accumulating everything that I know in my knowledge, how to play by the rules, etc. Problem is that I learned to love the way they love, meaning society. And the way society loves us is with conditions. I love you if, if you behave the way I want you to behave. I love you if you're a good boy or you're a good girl, then I'll love you. If not, then I'll reject you. We learned that from society and that's how we love everyone if they let us control them. But this is not the worst part, he said. The worst part is that I learned to love myself the way that I love them and the way that they love me. I learned to love myself with conditions, end quote. Aha moment right there. That was probably the biggest shift in my awareness when it came to self-love is, Whoa, when you really do come into this world without realizing it, you learn that's the way that you learn to get love. And it's to follow certain rules, to be a certain way as a kid, to get straight A's. And if you start to misbehave, then your parents might start to neglect love from you. I know for me in my childhood, I think the one thing that triggered, um, the beginning essence of not loving myself was at a very early age because my dad, you know, as an immigrant, I came here to this country as an immigrant and so did my parents. And so 
they had to work a lot for us in order to, you know, meet all of our needs. I always had a great childhood and it's something that I've always said, but my also, but I also felt like I could have gotten a lot more love in the way that I feel like a child deserves love, but I don't hold that against my parents whatsoever. It's not something that I would ever put on to my mom or my dad because I know they love me and they have loved me so wonderfully and I've had a beautiful childhood also. But there was like these moments that I remember just kind of reflecting on my healing journey. Like I wish that someone would have looked me in the eye several times during my childhood and told me that I was special, that I was worthy of love, that I was something and somebody important to them. And I, you know, I wish that I would have gotten more guidance and more like just more affection and more love and the way that I love my children, you know. But unfortunately, because of the circumstances, my parents didn't really have that kind of freedom to to do that because it was really a struggle to survive and pay the bills. But I always had food. I always had love from my parents and joy and everything. It's just like I felt like I always just needed deeper love, you know. But um, so, yeah, I kind of grew up like that for many, many years, and that developed into many toxic traits such as no self-respect for myself, a lot of jealousy, a lot of envy, a lot of feeling like I'm not good enough, that I need to do something, and that carries on to adulthood. And then when we become adults, then we're always striving and success and achievements and perfectionism is something that I discovered that actually came from my my lack of self-love is if you need to be perfect in everything, that means that you need things in, to be perfect because if not, then you're not going to get the kind of love that you deserve. So now how does a lack of self-love show up? Negative self-talk. If we're always criticizing ourselves, the way that we look, the way that we sound, our hair, our body, our clothes, our house, our car, our career, our friendships, we're always in this negative repetitive cycle. That's a sign that you lack self-love. Perfectionism, right? If we have really unrealistic goals and if we fail to meet them then we feel like a failure we feel like we're not good enough unless we have all of this external success people pleasing is also another way that a lack of self-love shows up if you are someone who just wants to keep everybody happy because if you don't keep them happy then they're not going to love you that's a sign that you are lacking self-love because you should be not should hate saying that word but hopefully you come into a place where you do not people please and it's something that can be very subtle and you might not even realize that you're doing it but you do things to keep other people happy if you're not honoring what you truly want to do in this life because you're afraid of what other people are going to say or think about or think about you or maybe you feel like you're going to lose relationships that's a sign that you don't love yourself because you feel like you need the love of other people and the approval of other people in order to feel worthy and valuable and lovable. Or maybe you struggle to set boundaries. That's a really big one too. I learned to set really strong boundaries like three years ago. It's been an ongoing journey and it is a journey also that takes time to develop. And these things are uncomfortable, but they are so important that we learn to set boundaries and always keep yourself first and foremost, you know, and I feel like in society, that's something that is very looked down upon. Maybe not so much. I'm not too sure. But 
I know like if I, even me just saying this right here, right now, just advising young women to put themselves first and think about themselves and their needs first, almost kind of made me feel like, ooh, you know, I feel like that a little bit of that shadow came out of me and I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe we should put others, you know, but uh, we have to take care of who we are first because I'm telling you, in my own personal experience, my life, everything, all the seeds that I planted, everything that has flourished in my life has always came back because I have put myself first in everything that I do. I have a healthier relationship with my children, my family, my friends, my husband, and my um, the people that I work with, you know, the people that I do business with, healthier relationships just flourish because you set boundaries. You don't people please. So people don't walk all over you. So you're not holding on to this energy of resentment because it doesn't feel good, right? And it doesn't feel good when someone walks all over you or takes advantage or crosses your boundaries. Like absolutely not. Let me tell you guys a little story. When I was on set for a Target commercial, it was a really big production, my first time that I've ever been in a commercial, and it was for Target, and it was such an incredible experience. I flew to New York, and there were so many creatives just kind of working, right? A lot of energy happening on set, and this guy that was doing my hair was so rude. He was literally pulling my hair and then screaming in my ear to someone else about something else, but he was just like treating me just like like I'm the hairstylist and you're just talent, like I'm nobody. And he's just yanking my head from side to side and also screaming because there's so much pressure on set. And I wish that I could go back to so many of those moments and like stood up for myself, but I didn't, you know? And because of that, I went back to my hotel room and I also felt uncomfortable on set because of the way that this guy was treating me. So no one should ever make you feel inferior to them. And if they do, and if they try, you have to speak up. You have to speak up to all the bullies, anyone who tries to cross any kind of boundary in public. And you know people try it all, all the time, especially like I'm super tiny. I'm four feet, nine inches. So I, I don't know why. I feel like because I'm tiny, people think that they can walk all over me or manipulate me or whatnot. So I've had a lot of people kind of like, you know, like if I'm looking at something at a grocery store or at a store and they reach right in front of me and invade my personal space, the old me just felt very kind of like violated that you were like all up in my personal space and totally disregarding me. Um, but those are the moments where you need to speak up, where you feel uncomfortable and where you feel like your voice is going to shake, when you feel like something is going to go down. Those are the moments that you practice standing up for yourself and you practice self-love. I always think about the little girl inside of me, right? And I look at myself as at this age as the mother of the little girl inside of me. So if someone is crossing her personal boundary, I'm going to say something because nobody is going to disrespect her. I'm not going to allow that because I love that little girl inside of me. And so that is the mentality that I have and that I approach any situation where maybe I feel obligated to be at a certain event to people please because if I don't attend, maybe people are going to say something about me, but I do not live my life for the approval of other people. And that's something very powerful that has helped me so much in my self-love journey. Self-sabotage is also another way that a lack of self-love shows up. If you are working towards a dream a goal, an accomplishment, maybe you get an opportunity, but you self-sabotage, but you ruin it for yourself. How many times have you ruined something for yourself, right? Because why? You think that you're not worthy of that. 
So before any greatness, any beautiful thing happens in your life, you're going to be the first one to destroy it. I used to have that tendency so much until I realized, oh, no, no, no. Like we cannot let fear and we cannot let excuses and opinions from other people ever dictate our lives. Like we only have one. You're not coming back as the person that you are now. So what are we doing? Why are we living our lives for other people? That's something that we're not doing anymore. Now, reflecting back to what Don Miguel Ruiz said. Loving ourselves with conditions or controlling people, right? And this made me think about my marriage. It made me think about my kids. It made me think about my friendships and like my siblings and everything. And I really started thinking, ooh, what, where, what, in what moments have I loved others with conditions? Because if I, if I love myself with conditions, that means that I'm loving other people with conditions also, right? I'm not loving other people unconditionally, Like if they start to change or act a certain way, will I still love them? Especially for me in a marriage, right? If my husband is not who I want him to be, if I can't control my husband and I can't get him to do a certain things, will I fall out of love? Will I stop loving my husband? Because then I have conditions. What is unconditional love? Is loving that person irregardless? And I know like in today's day and age in the dating scene, which I don't have any experience on, so I'm not even going to talk about it. But just as someone who observes the conversations that are happening, like in podcasts that talk a lot about dating, those tend to go very viral. There's always so many conditions to find the other person. And this other person has to have like all of these things, external things in order for the woman or the man to even consider dating them my question for you and I want you guys to grab your journal if you have it because we have some journaling prompts at the end and some really great affirmations but my question for you is have you learned how to properly love or are you also loving the way that society loves you do you love yourself unconditionally can you love yourself at your worst at your lowest moments can you love yourself when you fail Can you love yourself irregardless of whatever circumstance that it's not so glamorous and it's not what you envision for yourself? Can you love yourself there? If the answer is yes, I love myself no matter what. I love myself in my darkest moments. I love myself in my brightest moments. I love myself when I'm down in the gutter, so to speak. And I love myself when I'm thriving and I'm glowing and I'm achieving and succeeding. But I also love myself when I'm broke. I also love myself when I don't have opportunities. I love myself when I'm discovering my life and figuring it out and I don't have all the answers. I love myself when people are judging me. I love myself when people are attacking me. I love myself regardless of what anybody says. I love myself perfectly in the way that I dress, the way that I speak, the way that I look, the way that I live my life. I love myself no matter what. That's unconditional love. That you just love yourself and you enjoy that human experience and you enjoy the good and the bad, the shadows, right? Because that's what life is all about is the duality of the light and the dark. It's loving our dark parts. It's loving the parts that make us feel shameful about ourselves because that's what makes you you. That's the human experience. The human experience is not just love and light. It's darkness, is shame, it's failure, it's embarrassment, it's, you know, self-hatred, it's all of that. And that's what makes you so beautiful and so rich and so human. 
Now, what are some things that can cause um, a lack of self-love, right? So we talked about how it shows up. What are some ways that a lack of self-love is born? Where does that come from? I think definitely childhood trauma, the way that our parents love us, the situations that we go through as children has so much to do with how we are as adults and how we see ourselves and how we carry ourselves. If we see ourselves like queens, like goddesses, like diosas, powerful, or do we see ourselves like nobodies, like worthless, like like nothing. I know in today's world, we have still so many messages plastered all over social media. This is our life. We have to live with the fact that social media is only going to be here forever and it's only going to get more persistently in our faces the more that we progress through time and humanity. And now we're having robots and we're having, I mean, everything is just evolving drastically and so rapidly. But the messages that young girls are getting is still very much unrealistic. You know, it's still very much unrealistic. And we still see that, you know, because there's still a perception that a certain kind of beauty is what sells. And even though there has been so much progress that has been taking place in the beauty community and fashion and TV, there's still a lot of lack of representation for so many beautiful and diverse people because we are diverse every single woman we have beautiful different kind of shapes and bodies and everything and everybody has an opinion on our body everybody has an opinion on how we should look what the current new beauty trend is which I think is kind of ridiculous that there's actual trends for the human body but it's 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 crazy you know that we have to basically the messages that are always getting shoved down our throat is you need x y and z to be complete. Companies definitely do know that and they they definitely target us with all of the things that we lack self-love with. And that's why there's these crazy, I think that's why there's so many crazy beauty standards that are also unrealistic because that promotes a lot of insecurity, a lot of fear within us and a lot of lack of self-worth and if they can trigger this beautiful image of something that is unattainable for the everyday woman then we're going to be like oh we definitely need this product I definitely need these jeans if I want to be beautiful like her so they they play these companies play into all of our insecurities and at the end of the day they're here to make money and that's the end of the story so even if they disguise themselves sometimes with, you know, supporting causes and all of that stuff, at the end of the day, it's business. And that's something that I had to learn also. But it's very important to learn because then they're not able to manipulate you. But if you live in fear and you live in a state of mind where you don't love yourself, you can easily be manipulated into spending your money in so many different ways. So how do we begin to heal ourselves from this lack of self-love? I think the very first place to begin is awareness. Anytime we bring awareness to the shadows within ourselves, this is when we're bringing in the light. So our awareness, our consciousness is the light that we're shining into all of the dark crevices within our body. So the shadows within us now become one of our biggest allies. I know that the moment that I first had my realization of like, ooh, I, I truly love myself. Like, I really love who I am. 
It's been a long journey, um, at least several years, that I have been really proactively working on the shadows and the things that I feel led me to feeling the way that I felt for so many years. But I had this realization just recently because I signed up to study the lessons of Paramahansa Yogananda. And so about every month you get a new lesson and you really have to take your time and study the lessons because you really want to experience, right? And the lessons are all about realizing divinity within you. It's really truly what the journey is all about. And so for me on this quest of understanding God and having a connection that I feel is tangible and I really feel the presence of God within my life. And this is just a personal story, guys, because I know not everybody um, believes what I believe and that's totally fine, but I just wanted to share my perspective. Um, I was studying the lessons and I had this kind of awareness, a moment of awareness that happened during my meditation when I realized that I and every single human, I believe is a sun ray from the sun, not the actual physical sun, but of God, right? So the sun being God, but really the whole universe being God, there's this like the center point. And of course, this is my own personal belief, but I really feel like I am a sun ray, this intuitive little sun ray that just kind of detached itself from source, from God. And so every other soul on this planet is also a sun ray. So we are a reflection of God. And when I had this realization during my meditation, I'm like, whoa, like I just, I, I started touching like just my, my shoulders and I was just like, I love myself. Like, wow, I, I love myself. I love who I am. I love this vessel, even though it keeps me limited in this reality. I love this vessel because within my vessel is my soul and within my soul is the sun ray that is attached and that comes from God. So how can I hate, and I had this moment, how can I hate myself when I feel that the divine is within me? That's the moment that I really had this aha moment of, whoa, I really love myself. Even though I had been expressing and moving in this life in a way that shows a lot of self-love towards me, it's just that moment that I'm like, I, I can't hate. There's no way that I can hate who I am or any part of my body, any shadow part of my body, any quirk, any weirdness, anything. I can't hate anything about me because then to me, that would mean that I would also hate where I come from. God, right? So that was the moment for me that I realized how much I truly, truly, truly love myself and the, the gift of being here and being alive and expressing myself as a human. And that's when I realized how much I truly, truly love myself. And because I love myself the way that I love myself, I literally with my family and my friends or people that I admire, I'm always like, oh, I'm so deeply in love. Like I'm always saying that I'm just so deeply in love with my cousins, with my tias, with my mom, my dad, my siblings, my husband, my children, my friends, even um, Rue, even the Golden Girls. I watch them every single night before I go to bed. And Dorothy is my favorite. I love B. Arthur. And I'm always like, as I close my eyes, God, like, 
I love B. Arthur. B. Arthur, I'm like so in love with you. I love you so much. You know, like it's just this love that just, whew, it just pours out of you. You know, my pets, strangers, it's kind of like seeing people in a different way. And that's something that I feel like you have to realize within yourself. It's not something that can be taught. It's something, of course, you can and intellectualize, but it's something you have to really experience and feel. And that's how I knew I, I, I love myself. And it's changed ev absolutely everything, guys. And I know there's so many other beautiful tactics and techniques that we can do to begin this journey of self-love. But truly, it's like getting to know your true, divine, beautiful essence within you that to me is that that to me is what did it that to me is what did it and I really believe that you can't love anyone else until you learn to love yourself you can't truly love people unconditionally if you can't show that love for yourself but anyways I wanted to share that with you guys other tips that I would recommend is just practicing self-compassion and looking at the way that you talk to yourself and reflecting on the thoughts that are always playing on your mind because those say a lot about how you feel about yourself. If you find yourself judging other people, you most likely judge yourself. If you, and not you specifically, but we saw this video go viral on TikTok of these two girls at an Astro game bullying another woman, making fun of her, and um, really making someone else feel horrible. The bullies, if you look at them, someone who was hurting would not do what they did. Any, any bully, any person who makes you feel bad, I believe they lack a lot of self-love because when you have love within you, you won't do that to anyone else. You won't hurt an animal. You won't hurt a stranger. You'll have a lot more patience and more love and compassion towards any living thing, even trees, even flowers, a bee. Like you, you just don't want to hurt anybody. You know, of course, nobody is perfect, but truly that that's what's happening. So we'll talk more about Mean Girl Energy on another episode because I do have a lot to say about that. So let's move on to something else that you can start doing if you don't, if you feel like you don't love yourself. First, acknowledge that you don't love yourself and it's okay. Once you acknowledge it and once you bring awareness, now you can begin healing. Now you can begin moving forward. But just from an observation, like the girls at the Astro game, and I don't know them, of course, I don't really know their intentions or the story. All we saw was a clip, but without even realizing that without taking accountability for our actions, then we can't heal and move forward if we think that everything we do is fine and perfect and we never want to take ownership and responsibility for our actions. So practicing setting boundaries with people in your life, most importantly, because that's where we have the boundaries. Absolutely everybody deserves to have a boundary if they're crossing it. And if they get upset at you, if they stop talking to you because you have set a standard, that is not the person for you. Those are not the friends. Even if it's family, those are not the people that you deserve to have in your life. So many people put up with so many people crossing the boundaries all the time because it's a parent, it's a grandparent, it's a sibling, it's a friend, it's someone that you've known for a long time. It's your boss, even your boss. You know, like nobody deserves to cross a boundary. Like we, sh we all deserve respect, all of us. Practicing self-care is also really important because I knew that's one of the first things that I did because I, I didn't have this God realization until recently that I was like, oh, you know, the realization that I just experienced earlier. But when I first started to practice 
self-love. And I was like, well, what is the first thing that I could do? What can I start doing to actually show love to myself? And the first thing was working out. And this is when I first had my son, Aaron, and he was definitely the pivotal moment in my life where I had my big, you know, spiritual awakening, if you want to call it that, I'm not sure, but I had this big change in my life and his birth had a lot to do with me just drastically just making the changes and going through all of the uncomfortable and unknown phases of my life. But the first thing that I did was, well, if I can't control anything and I don't really know what steps to take to heal myself, I don't know where to begin a self-love journey because it's not something that you can be like, switch it on right away. You can't just say, oh, I, you can't just bring awareness to not loving yourself, I don't believe, and then say, in an instant, I love myself. I think it's a journey of unlearning a lot of things and understanding why you don't love yourself that eventually takes you to a place where you have this aha moment of like, whoa, I love myself. You won't even know when it comes, but all of the little things do not go in vain. So the first thing that I did was a workout program, right? I started boxing, I started doing cardio, and then I started doing weight training. And then when I started as a month started to, prog to progress, and I'm already three years into this journey, I started to see myself in a more badass way as more of a warrior kind of way. And I started to see how strong I am physically and mentally and how I'm able to overcome challenges and how even the darkest moments where I thought I wouldn't make it, how I've been able to overcome all of those moments and all of the setbacks and all of the uncertainty and or the attacks from people, anything of that nature, I've been able to see myself go through that and get stronger but working out was the first thing that I knew I have control over what I eat and how much I work out I know that if I sit on the couch and I don't live an active lifestyle I'm only going to feel worse I know that if I don't put healthy food in my body I'm not going to feel good so if I want to treat my body as a temple then and love my body, then I'm going to feed it things that is going to help it thrive because I love my organs. I love my brain. I love my bones. I love everything about me. I love my skin. So I also started dry brushing because I just want to take better care of my skin. So these are all ways of practicing self-love, but dry brushing is not going to lead necessarily. It's not the one thing that leads to self-love. It's more about when you are on a journey, you start to see everything that is healthy for you, you actually start doing it. And the things that are toxic, you start to eliminate. People, situations, circumstances that are not in alignment with you, that do not bring you love, that do not bring you respect. And again, even if it's people that you've known for a long time, I'm telling you, the people that I've known for the longest time, those are the people that tell me and have told me, why do I give you, why do I have to give you props for what you've done? Like, you're always going to be the same person to me. Like, you always do great things. Why am I even going to congratulate you? You know, or when I do something great or I share about like, oh, you know, I just bought a house. I bought a second house and I invested. And they're like, oh, that's nice. You know, then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And this is where I now distance myself. And even if I have to see the people, I know how much to share and open up. It's unfortunate that sometimes it's the people that you, you've known the longest that don't give you all the love that you deserve. And it's a stranger that it's like your biggest fan. But sometimes it works like that. That's life. And it's okay. You know, I don't hold it against anybody because I know like when you give a lot of love out, you get a lot of love back. And now I have beautiful relationships. 
you know, that people actually fill me up. I get messages from my beautiful friend Candace all the time about God. And I'm just like, I feel so full. Like we get to talk about plants and so many different things that we just have in common. And my friends, I love them. I'm like, I'm in love with you. Can I say I love you? Like when we had the women's circle, I literally told the women, I love you guys. Because I'm like, I literally love you, you know, or like with Dr. Elizabeth, I was like, Dr. Elizabeth, I love you so much. I haven't even told her in person. I haven't even met her in person. But I remember that I like in my mind, I'm just like, I love you. (laughs) So I literally love people. And some people are like, "Uh, weird. Why would you say I love you? You don't even know me. But the people that say that are not your people. The people that are like, I love you too, girl. And they mean it. Those are your people. Last but not least, get some support. Okay, so that means taking care of your mind, your body, and your soul. So reach out to a therapist if you have to. Go see a psychiatrist if you have to. Get on medication if you have to. Do whatever you need to do to heal yourself. Do whatever you need to do to take care of your brain, to take care of your body, and to take care of your soul. If you're taking care of those three things, self-love is just going to emanate naturally. It's just going to come to you. It's just going to unfold without any effort, right? So the things that, are, that you are doing, of course, they are effort, but it's not like you're trying, you're trying. It's just like a beautiful lotus flower. You know, you're going through the mud, you're trying to make your way to the top and you're encountering a lot of challenge. But when you get to the top, you're gonna blossom. And once you blossom, you're there, baby. Like you're there, you're shining. And there's nothing that we need more of in this world than self-love. Imagine if like all the leaders of the world that are so obsessed with money and power, imagine if they actually loved themselves, not in an egotistical way, but like if they had love within themselves, there would be no war. There would be no battles, right? So that's why I feel like meditation is so important because meditation allows us to experience the divinity within us. You know, like within us, for us to feel like we're not just this random thing that happened in the world, a random human, but we're actually divine and powerful and spiritual by nature just by simply existing. And let me remind you one more thing. You do not need to heal anymore, do anything else in order to be worthy of love. Like how you are right now, flaws and all, shadows and light, That's you are worthy just because you exist. You are worthy of love simply because you exist. You are love. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to accomplish something else in order to be worthy. Like those are the things that we have to start unlearning. That we don't need to have and do and be certain things in order to fit into certain groups. In order to be loved and accepted. And then once you get into that place, and I know you will. You're going to start attracting the people that you just naturally can be yourself with. And that's something that I always wanted with my sweet soul community. I just want everybody to be themselves. I don't care. You know, like I am, I will never, I never want to create an environment where you have to fit in to be a part of it. You know, like I just want everybody to come as they are, as they are. As you are, imagine how free you feel when you have a group of friends or a community where you can just be yourself, when you can speak in a funny way, maybe have, I don't know, certain quirks about you that maybe other people reject, where you can just have all of that and just, you don't have to do anything but just show up and be who, who you are. And that's what this community is all about. You'll accept it for just simply showing up. Not that I have to lurk a certain way or act a certain way or be a certain way or accomplish certain things or what have you been doing? What have you accomplished? What are you working on? Like, no, 
all of those things are great external things that we can love and appreciate also, but it's not just about that. And that's what I want to move away from. So last but not least, let's just get into some journaling prompts. If you have your journal, I want you to write these down. If not, they're going to be included down in the description box of the YouTube channel and also on the podcast, okay? What do I love about myself? What do you love about yourself? Write everything that you love about yourself. Under what conditions do I love myself? Do I actually have conditions for myself? That's powerful. I feel like I still have some conditions sometimes. Ooh, it's really hard work. (laughs) What are some negative beliefs that I have about myself and where do they come from? Very important and powerful question because if you can know where that belief came from, then you take away all of its power. What do I need in order to feel loved and accepted? How can I practice self-compassion today? How can I speak to myself more lovingly? How can I cherish that inner beautiful child within me? How can I give her more love? And now let's take a few moments to say some affirmations. And if you are in the car, anywhere, I just want you to repeat after me. Affirmations are so powerful because once you start to really believe that you are these things, then you can start believing it right now. This is how you reprogram your mind. This is why affirmations are powerful. It's a tool in a healing journey and it's incredibly powerful when you really start to see yourself in that way because then you start to show up in a different way. I am worthy of love and acceptance. I am worthy of love and acceptance. I am enough just as I am. I am enough just as I am. I choose to love and accept myself flaws and all. I choose to love and accept myself, flaws and all. I trust myself to make the right decisions for me. I trust myself to make the right decisions for me. I am capable of achieving my dreams and living a fulfilling life. I am capable of achieving my dreams and living a fulfilling life. And that is it for today's episode, my beautiful ladies. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Again, if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with someone who might need a little bit more self-love in their lives. Also, don't forget to rate it five stars if you enjoyed it on Apple Podcasts. And please leave me a review and let me know what you think about the podcast. It gives me a lot of encouragement and a lot of motivation when I see your feedback to continue to do more podcasts and just elevate the show. So thank you all so much for supporting me. I would not be here without you. So I truly, truly appreciate every single person who is tuning in, commenting, interacting, and sending me messages on my DM that you are really enjoying the show. So thank you all so much. So with that being said, have a blessed and beautiful day. And I can't wait to see you guys on our next show.